Welcome back to the Thrill of Victory podcast. My name is Seth Yates. Joining me as always is the legendary Will Fain. And today we have our guest Rashad Whitfield. You probably know him as the Footwork King. Rashad, how are you doing? Doing pretty good, man. How are y'all? It's rainy Saturday. Oh, oh yeah. It's a perfect day for all this great college football going on. So how'd you get uh, how'd you get your nickname, Footwork King? Like, did you play a lot of football growing up and everything? Or nah, you know well, yeah, I played up football as king that down here, man, uh, in Houston, where I was raised, man. Like, that's all we did. Uh, but one of my coaches, I was just telling you about, uh, Jared Bailey. So when I was 10 years ago, maybe, 11 years ago, I had to get an Instagram account. He was like, man, what should, I'm like, what else should I I need a username. It's like, man, you're the king of footwork, footwork king. And it's, and that stayed, that's what ESPN says. That's what NFL Network says. I mean, it just, it's, that's it. That's what everybody says, man. It's just, it's, so it wasn't even nothing that like was thought about. Like, like you know, mm-hmm. he just like you're the king of footwork, footwork king. I'm like, all right. And I didn't know it was gonna go to where it was, and then just blew but, up. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's what that's what everybody kind of. Yeah. This, this is what you're known for now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So, but uh, it goes with it. Uh, mm-hmm. It goes with what, what I do. Um, you know, I'm. Big on, uh, you know, I think everything from the ground up, man. Everything in football is all starts from the feet, you know. You know, everything about movement. And uh, mm-hmm. I just took it to a different level, man. Um, yeah. I train when it, I train every single position. So you train every single position like I do, there's nothing that you don't know. And I've been doing it for a long time. So, you know, for instance, my pro guys I train, you know, like Odell, you know, Xavier Howard for the Dolphins, they play each other, you know, uh, Lonnie Johnson. For the Titans and Miko Hardman for the Chiefs, they play each other. Uh, CeeDee Lamb, Cowboys, they're slave for the Eagles. You know, Nikhil Harry Bears, uh, uh, who I got, who I corner. So when Joe Hayden was there and the Steelers, you know, like, like, so when I train my wideouts, I'm training from a defensive back perspective. And when I train my defensive backs, from a wideout perspective. When I train my running backs, from a linebacker in the front, uh, D line perspective. You know what I mean? So uh, I don't think many people do that, but it's all based on movement, body angles positions like it's just it's weight distribution too high low like hmm. too high you center like it's crazy I, I go into a different type of like mindset theory when it gets to when i'm training my guys but that's why you know mm-hmm. jimbo and a lot of college coaches love my guys come out of high school because they're just polished they're way right. polished you know um you think about the guys like courtney davis's a and m and then isaiah spiller the texas a&m and those guys came in Ready. Uh, besides Courtney's injury, Demond came in ready. Uh, I mean, but most of them played as freshmen, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Courtney's gonna play as freshman. He got he had a uh, he tore his ACL. Yeah, they all played as freshmen. Um, God, I feel like I'm missing somebody. Miles, I think Miles played as a freshman. Yep, Miles Jones played mm-hmm. as a freshman. Um, yeah, damn, we got a lot of guys up there. I know, I know, I'm missing some more, but yeah. So you are born and raised in Houston, correct? I just always been there. Yeah, raised my grandparents, man. I went to uh, mm-hmm. Clown High School, finished up in like 01, and went to uh, U of H. Uh, but I battled a bunch of injuries, man, coming out of high school. So uh, being a kinesiology major, major, you know, it's all about study of like the body, you know, mm-hmm. movement, mechanics, how the body works, anatomy. So I took – so it wasn't until after I got out of college I realized, like, man, if I know what I know now, probably would have been played a lot less reckless in high school and college, you know. Uh, and I walked on up at U of H, man, and got just didn't make it, you know. And that kind of—I don't know if they even fired me up to do what I'm doing now. 
it just like um man, I don't know how I got like when I think about like what I'm what am I doing like, now, there wasn't anything that like a push or any kind of letdown really. You know what I mean? I just realized mm-hmm. like I love football and you know, I love the game. Want to be as, you know? as close as you can to it. Yeah. And that's just passionate about it, man. So um yeah, I feel like there's nothing I really don't know as far as like like I can see something on the field right now. It don't matter if the receiver playing a DB, DB locks up a receiver, uh, linebacker makes a tackle on the running back, or a linebacker misses a tackle on a running back. I can tell you exactly what happened like that. You know, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it's nothing to do, it has nothing to do with the play. A lot of times it has to do with body angles, where feet at, where his eyes at. You know, just just is he weight distribution too low? Is he leaning? You know, it's like all type of like minute detailed stuff. You know, so mm-hmm. and training so many pro guys, man, that helps you. Cause you, you, the game of that game is so everybody's great, you know? So mm-hmm. um, even to me, that game's it's there's for a game where the athletes are so great. All of them on a great, like the highest scale is still, still slow. I can just boop, break it down. Look what you did right here. Boop, look what you did right here. You know? Right. So we got to fix this, oh, rise up here, do this, you know? So yeah, I just see it fast. See it really, really quick. So kind of how did you get started, you know, doing footwork training athletes and then, you know, ultimately your facility, the Blitz training facility, kind of how did that whole thing get started between you just training athletes and then growing to this thing where now you've got a facility where these guys are coming to you and they're coming to work here with you? Well, I was uh, being a kinesiology major, man. I wanted to do like just a little bit of personal training coming out of college too, you know, but I realized, man, that ain't it. The personal training wasn't it. I I wasn't passionate about it then. Two years of training, there's a grass field next to Lifetime Fitness. So I was actually just – I had, like, a group of eight boys, man, I was working doing football stuff with. And then after three years, just being at Lifetime and training my football guys, I just kind of took the leap of faith and then just started going to parks, started going to schools. And, man, like, this school, that school, man, I was getting kicked out of schools, park, you know, by, by uh, some of the coaches that I didn't even know just just for training on, on, the, on the property. Uh, but – and from then, man, I just stayed persistently consistent. And and then it's kind of just started, like I said, it started kind of just posting like some of the, my, just some of the work. Once I started posting my work, it was just, and I got Le'Veon, DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, I just got everybody, you know. Um, I had all my high school guys. Like, you know, where my facilities at, man, those guys are all around me, man. So I've been working with those guys since they were so young, middle school, high school. Um, and I, it was just once people started noticing it was a wrap, man. And um, one of my uh, kids I've been training for so long, he's actually really good friends with Demon Demas, uh, Hunter Dunn. His dad has a, is a commercial developer, man. So he actually had like a 1.75 acres of land right here, Ooh. man, um, off t- uh, 249 Lake Road. And he's just like, Really, man, I'm tired of watching, seeing you. I mean, like, you've been so consistent, been great to my son. I'm tired of seeing you get kicked off these fields, man, trying to work. You know what I mean? So I got to mm-hmm. build your facility. I was like, man, you got to be wow. fucking shitting me. Uh, well, and then put it together. Yeah. And now, man, it's that my field's been, I can't tell you who, man, from who hasn't been out there, man. You know what I mean? I'll, I go to LA to, to work with Odell and I go to Miami to work with Le'Veon when he was playing. But other than that, man, everybody comes to me. Um, but everybody's been on my field, man. AB's been on my field. CD's been on my field. Uh, 
and Stephen Harris been in my field. Derek Slade's been in my field. Andre Johnson, you know, I mean, like it's, it's that's just the name of a few, man. Will Fuller, you know, like mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's ever, you know, Jalen Waddle, man. So it's, and you know, change lives over there, man. You know, just a, a different switch flips flips on, man. When I'm out there training, you know, mm-hmm. I'd be cool, calm right now, but when I get on the field, <laughs> just like a whole different kind of. Probably why Jimbo fools with me a lot, man. Yeah, because Jimbo's a man of mastermind. He talks to X's and O's. He knows that he knows them X's and O's like crazy, without a doubt. You know, um, and when we talk ball, man, he can coach Craig same way, man. Talking ball to those guys, man. I just I don't know. I, it blows a lot of people's mind when I get to talking about it because I don't get to talking about plays and this play and this. You know, I get talking about the, you know, the footwork, the movement, the mechanics behind what this guy mm-hmm. needs to do to be successful at his position. You know. Um, and that's all it is, man. Well, from every, from every position down, you know, it's, it's mm-hmm. you got to train like it's a detail. It's not more so the being the strongest, you know, lifting all the weights and squatting the most and all that stuff, man. You know, like that. That's it's 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 but but between film study and 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 putting work out there on the field, you know, like you know why you're doing this movement, uh, what's the purpose of it, and how it's going to benefit you in the game. Um, you know, it's that type of stuff, man. The mechanics mechanics the technique the fundamentals make these boys great that precision and techniques and everything those those types of things you really focus on oh yeah yeah uh, uh-huh yep and then depending on what position that that athlete plays you know um and i break it down you see some of the videos that i post man you kind of see the breakdown even with my pro guys like odell i'm like all right i'm splitting you here you know you take a step there db goes here that means you got to take a step here you go too wide you're gonna get stuck you want to go too wide it's gonna jam you up you know, you got to be real precise with the step. Make sure that you make yourself go upfield. It's it's crazy, man. That's just, you know, or, you know, Spiller. You know, I've been training Spiller since he was 10 years old. You know, all right? I've been training Isaiah since he was 10 years old. The four years, the three years that he's been playing AM, and you've never seen any big hits. Nobody really, no big hits at all. I mean, no big hits at all. So everything I do for running backs is through traffic, you know, A gap, B gap, C gap. And you can see the difference between him and A chain. Uh, Devon, whenever they ran, Devon's more perimeter guy. Isaiah can make just get skinny, pat a little skinny, jump cuts uh, in between tackles and a linebacker there. I mean, he, I mean, he did so well at eluding tackles in tight areas. And it's that type of stuff there that you got to get real detailed with and you got to kind of see it, show it on film, and you got to start working those angles, you know. But to do that, in order to do that, for you know, you got to tell, I got to tell Isaiah, okay, you're running the ball, you're coming off. One A gap, so we got um, uh, let's say who's guard last year or who's center? Uh, our big Bryce uh, center uh, guard was yeah, yeah, Bryce Foster. All right, so if Bryce gets in the way, Isaiah, we can't run behind him. We can't run into him. We can't back out, crawfish out of it. We can't try to bounce it outside. We got to keep your your. I always tell them to let your eyes move your feet, but that means you got to be able to have that good vision, that feel, and that patience, and, and be able to have the jump cut, the skip cut, the uh, back juke, the angle cut. You know, like. Those, if you have all that stuff in your toolbox already, that makes everything else easier, you know? So I kind of train what I do, and I, and I kind of – I train the movements with these athletes, Isaiah per se, that it becomes secondary, you know, a second nature to them when they're, putting, when they're put in that situation, you know? So everything's situational, everything. You know, there's nothing that he can't get out of, uh, and that's in every position, whether you play receiver as well. You know, you got to – you got a, a, a post route – 
So you got a post route, then you got an inside release, you got an inside release, but the DB gets back on top. You got to figure out what you're going to do. You can't just stop and hold up with him. You know, Jimbo ain't going to have that. No other coach is going to have that. You got to be able to keep pushing vertical and still try to fight your way inside it so you can run that that post. So, you know, I teach these guys ways of angles, you know, blind spots, uh, eyes, uh, coming off his back. Like, there's a lot of stuff like, that goes into play with, you know, receiver and DB as well. So, every position, you know, um, quarterback, and I do pocket movement and stuff like that. I don't do mechanical throw stuff. I just do make sure the pocket breaks down. You can be able to flip your hips, move within the pocket, still set your feet and ball, you know. Mm -hmm. um, um, that's been benefit a lot of my high school quarterbacks and stuff. So, um, O-Lyman, I got smart, you know, Aki, they've been with me mm -hmm. for a long time. So, lateral directional movement with those guys. Um Main thing with them, you know, that's all it is. Just man, move your feet. You know, somebody feet moving quicker than the others at that position. You know, it's just not much doing. I, it's a lot of line codes to get so over technical. Look, don't let them over go get him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, Lee, just don't. They get to, they get. That's how Coach, um, God man, he's cool, dude. Coach Henson was man. I'm like, dude, look, y'all, we can't do this. Look, you got an edge rusher coming at you, bro. You got Zach Calzada back there. Don't let that dude get back to him, you know? So just keep let your feet skim the turf good, good and, and know when to strike, you know? Good body good body position, good technique, and stuff like that, you know? So, you know, and I got Ed Oliver that I work with. You know, what I do with, like, the, just the short area stuff, movement stuff, you know, for change direction, stopping a run. Ed Oliver and Danielle Hunter and Caleb Von Chyson and, like, I work with and Big Roy Robertson. Man, I work with all those guys, man, and uh, just watching those dudes, what those dudes do – it's just like, man, you got to be on your shit, man, because it's a different – those guys are different animals, man, uh, different type of athleticism compared to the line, you know. So, um, you're already going to – they're already in an orthodox position. You got to think about, like, alignment and DB. You're going backwards. Those dudes are going at you, you know. So, nobody wakes up in the morning and walks backwards or moves backwards, you know. So, those guys – teach those guys how to move lateral direction. And we had to move backwards, walk, you know, feet not coming off the ground that high. Having that your, your, that balance, that body control, you know, so stuff's key. You know, make sure your feet aren't are skimming the turf and stuff. So, so it's a it's easy to me. It's uh it's, it's fun, you know, and that's kind of what I always see on tape when I see somebody get beat or whatnot, like or, or beat or a good block or a good or you know win or loss, you know, from my O line right. and, and against an edge rusher. So, yeah. How much of your training would you say is in the like looking at film kind of breaking down their movements like you said oh look um i'm totally gonna be wrong but like you're kind of off balance here your weight is shifted a little bit here as opposed to you know being on the field and, and going through the motions of it so they can build up to it oh so um preferably that's it's fixed during training and then by the time the season starts we're ready to ring in our airs you know what mm -hmm. i mean so if they get if they have any kind of mistakes stuff like that that's because they're getting off technique but um on film so for instance hmm let's see um for instance um i, I gotta go with my pro guys actually because they played they've been playing you know a lot longer uh, one of my guys took a split release. He, he split too wide. You don't never split wide. He split wide and he dropped. So the DB was bending at the waist. And as he split and dropped, I mean, that means he, he, he tried to use – when you do a split release, it's like you get equal to the DB. But when he split and dropped, all that weight dropped. While that DB was already bending at the waist, the DB just slid over, boop, 
struck his hand right there, striked him right there. And again, and that was enough to hold him off, you know, keep him in front of him, you know. So that right there is just like we've been working on this. We've been working on not dropping. We've been working on not getting too wide, you know. If you get too wide, you're going to get stuck. Get out of sight of your body frame, going to cause you to, to reach, you know. Everything I do is about quickness. You got to be quick at it. Quick, there's not much time. So, um, and you show it on tape, and then I record all the training. So, these, hey, look, you know, we, we, we did this in July. Look, it's perfect. Look at this. Split, you're up, everything angles right, your weight distribution right. But now in a game, you're down here on the floor. And you're, you feel outside your frame. And you wonder why you didn't get past this guy. You know, so um, it happens. You know, nobody's perfect. But, you know, I try not to have that many mistakes. I, I try to uh, make sure I know on my part, you know, like we clean all that shit up before the season starts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so yeah, they got that got to be. Uh, I, man, huh? I can't tell you how many guys that I can't even count on one hand how many guys I've had that I had to really be like, damn, dude, we just did all this shit out here during training for months, and you go out here and the shit don't look the same. I haven't had any of that. That don't, I don't, that shit don't play with me. That, that don't work with me. If uh, that means somebody won't, that means the way I train, just you got to be out there, man. Like each. It's how I transfer the knowledge to them guys, man. Like, it's very seldom I ever had that type of mistake. You know, it might be something mm-hmm. off, but not not, not major. Cool. Like a like an effort, like a put put forth the effort for it kind of thing. It, it'd, be, right? it'd be it'd be it'd be an effort thing, if anything. It'd be an effort or a lazy play, you know. So, or that that be might be the only issue, it, it, mm-hmm. only reason why. Other than that, I don't see. Yeah, I tell those guys, I'm any guy. A lot of my guys know that that I work with. You know, like, yo. Me and your name, my name is the back of that jersey too, because you know, shit, man. When you get put on, like, you work with so many top guys for so long, and everybody knows you work with that type of person, even in college, high school. It's like any type of little, any anything they see wrong, oh shit, he works out with me, you yeah, know? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. But I know, I'm, I know I'm the best at what I do, so I, mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't hear that that much. I don't hear that really. If they do, they don't tell me that, you know. But majority, majority of my guys, man, just don't make, they don't make. The bonehead mistakes, man. The fundamentally sound, you know. This, this is a. I, I treat this stuff like, hey guys, we're getting ready to go. If we're in the league, we're trying to make that big contract. If we're in the league, we're trying to stay in the league. If we're in college, we're trying to get to the league. You know what I mean? So, you know, that's why a lot of college guys don't trans, trans pan out really well. And the, they're just raw, you know. They, it's in in a in the NFL, you know. So I try to make sure my guys are already NFL ready, you know. So right. and the guys that I work with have done well in the draft over the years, you know. So, uh, that's what it's about, man. It's making these boys better and be the best they can be, you know. Mm-hmm. Coaches don't have much time in college, man. It's all about install. But a lot of them don't lace up cleats either. You know, I'll lace my cleats up, and I'm going to go in there and show you what we're doing, how we're doing it, and show you full speed and mm-hmm. show you what it's supposed to look like, you know. So, yeah, I get down I get down with it, you know, so. Who, who are some guys that uh, you haven't really been able to train, but, like, you want to train that that athlete man i don't know like i they all come to me really man um mm-hmm. so it's all word of mouth now but we gotta think i tra- i trained debo and odell and cd and xavier and Le'Veon and garrett blunt and and john J. hopkins and will fuller so you and emmanuel sanders man you know so you work with all those guys this is like for so long it's just there's nobody you really want to like I don't really look at it like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I expect them to reach out, you know. Brandon Marshall, him, you know, just 
man, I can't, the list is nuts, actually. Um, I think about it, but like, there's not anybody like, oh, I want to work out with him. It's just, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, I think the majority of my guys are already the best, you know, you know, uh, their Odell's a different type of animal. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell is a different type of animal, you know. Um, Xavier Howard had nine picks in one game. I mean, nine in one season. So I work with the, uh, uh, Danelle Hunter had 15 sacks. I mean, like, I didn't work with all the top guys at their position. So yeah. there's not really anybody kind of like, um, you know, we look at yeah. Uh, I wouldn't even know, man. Be honest with you. <laughs> I was just like, man. I'm like, I done worked out with all the good ones, man. Like, 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 great. Just, just naming all these guys. Like, well, you know, I've already got some of the best wide receivers of all time. I've already got some of the best DBs. Like, yeah, I really, you know, I um, always end up having like a top ten. Three of my guys are always like top ten mm-hmm. DBs, veterans. You know, same thing. My wideouts. Um, um, running backs as well. Um, you know, great, good, very good running backs, man. Um, uh, well, D linemen. Um, I got a few linebackers. You know, I got you know safeties and all that kind of stuff. So it's <clears throat> got to train every position. Uh, I got some guys that are just the best at that at their position too, man. So it's it's a it's a kind of different. Um, most guys just focus on one position. You know, you got a linebacker yeah. first. You know, so mm-hmm. by me being able, that's why I'm like able to do like I stay so busy you know right. train every position you know but you, but you gotta know what you're talking about know what you're doing everything gotta make sense you know mm-hmm. a lot of the guys trainers out here just uh, not they just are you know they're not just good you know just there's a lot of yeah. trainers out here now man you can tell right it feels like there's so many guys that can really tell who's kind of faking it and who's actually more passionate about it and i think that's one thing that why you've been so successful because you can clearly see how passionate you are about all this types of training and everything yeah and that's and and i've been doing it for so long man so you working with like pro guys you gotta know what you're doing you gotta know you gotta have some you gotta know exactly what you're doing what you're talking about so they know how confident i am when i get to talking about stuff man you know like like even before the super bowl all right I go to Super Bowl every year just because I have players in it. And, you know, I'm just breaking down film, telling Odell, okay, I'm watching film with Eli Apple. I'm thinking Eli Apple's going to cover Odell in that, in that game. You know, I'm telling Odell exactly, just breaking down exactly what Eli's going to do and what he needs to do and stuff like that and what's going what's gonna to work and all that. Man, that dude would have been MVP when it got hurt. But he's doing oh, yeah. well. Mm-hmm. He, he's killing it, man. He already had 80 some yards in the touchdown, second quarter. You know, so um, – I say, but uh, yeah, it, 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 uh, but I just take it, man. Like I said, the passion, man. A lot of guys, watered down guys out there, man. Just, just circuit trainers, I call them. You know what I mean? Just doing stuff that's, oh, yeah. that has no purpose, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm very purpose and meaningful with my training. Everything, gotta, everything we're doing, gotta have a purpose. Every movement has a purpose. Every single movement. So, which position do you think is kind of your favorite one to work with between all of them? Like you said, you've done. Receivers, DBs, linemen, linebackers, like which position group is your favorite one to get to work with? Uh defensive backs and running backs. Um, and the reason being because they got the most complex movements. You know, DBs are going backwards, man. So everything we do is in reverse. So that's it's tough, man, to teach you know technique and you know, um that type of stuff, you know. Um uh 
whether we're working, uh, say, you know, man press coverage, soft press coverage, off man, squat defender, you know, bail, you know, everything we're doing is going backwards, you know. Um, so those movements are those transitions and stuff is uh, they're tough. They're, it's fun. You know, um, I don't know. It's an unorthodox movement for those defensive backs, man. You know, um, it's the hardest position on the play and on the field to play besides quarterback, you know, but definitely because. You know, receiver and QB, they know they know exactly you're on the same page. And that receiver knows where they're going. DB, you're just really out there, just kind of just really yeah, guessing, you know, or just mimicking, you know, being patient, shadowing. You know, we're really just trying to be mimicking what that receiver's doing, going backwards. Mm-hmm. So that's tough. And running backs, man, you got to have real, you got to be real reactionary, good vision, good feel. I mean. Y'all seeing the games, man. Isaiah get the oh, yeah. ball. I mean, the hole looks open. By the time I, I by the time, uh, say whether it was Kellen or whether it was Haynes or whether it was Zach Calzada, once they say hut, collapse almost. By the time Isaiah gets the ball, the hole's closed. You know what I mean? So, you know, just thinking of this, just trying to have teaching these boys how to work those type of movements, how to get skinny, how to turn your shoulders, how to how to pick and slide, you know, uh, how to bring your foot, your whatever foot, if the defense is taking it, bring it over. Can I do this? I got to show you it, but. <laughs> do a thing we got to bring our toe over in front to get real skinny, man. So it, those movements are pretty tough too, but you know, but not as tough as defensive backs because you're still a running back, you're still going forward, you know. So mm-hmm. yeah, sounds like we're hey. gonna need a, a part two to this podcast coming live from the Blitz facility so we can <laughs> oh, that'd really be awesome. see what we're breaking down here. Yeah, I mean, that's what the uh, the NFL did a huge thing on me, man, uh, last year. Uh, and I did that with running backs, DBs. Uh, receiver I had to break down like it was they got training video and it was it was cool there like, you know so uh, I did that man okay. just break down what we're doing how it, you know and, and they, the way they put it together was sweet man they got they pulled something that I talked about drill it and then see one of our guys and put the tape of my guys doing it in the game it's nuts oh, it was good. Be, wow yeah that'd be really dope yeah they did that it was like 14 minutes long it was, cool. it was on the NFL page everything man it's, it, it seems like uh, you treat a lot of your your all your athletes like family. Like, I mean, you're anywhere on social media, you're at their games, you're cheering them on. I mean, so do you really treat everyone like a complete family? I mean, I, I feel like that's a really special kind of thing. Yeah, and I, that's what a relationship I have with my guys. You know, once I, once I train that athlete, once we he called me, hey, we're working or we're getting in, get signed up, get registered, all that. I mean, we're me and him, me and that athlete just like this here. I mean, that's just mm-hmm. the type of bomb we gotta have, man, for mm-hmm. for for him to be successful by this position. Um, because I gotta the way I am, you know what I mean? Like there's nothing, there's not a better feeling than working with whether it's high school, college, or pro guys, putting in the work, maybe struggling with it, just trying to get it and how to translate mm-hmm. it at full game speed. And then they do it, you see them actually do it in a game over and over and over again. It's just like you know, like there we go. You know, that's just like uh, deep feeling. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's like a trust factor too. Like I, I'm trusting you with like helping me fix anything that I've got going on. Absolutely, absolutely. And I'm, and it ain't everything gets fixed on site. You know, um, that's why I told people, man. Like, like man, you ever talk about coaching? I'm like, man, coaches are X's and O's type person, or, or they try to fix. It's a play problem. You know, it's. it's a lot of times, this is a movement problem, you know? Like, if, and I know me, if I'm a coach, I'm going to fix that shit on site, you know? Like, yeah, like it's, it's, it's little deep, like, things like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and this the training and development part, man, is all me, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, 
And that's where, like, I know that if more coaches, you got some coaches, I'm sure, that do that. I get, like, I am really big on, like, okay, if this happened here, we're going to do this. Uh, you got beat right here? Okay, now, narrow your frame up a little bit more. Guys, you play safety, for instance. Guys, keep your eyes right up in here. Right, start working this way like this here. But you, there's certain movements that got to be taught. How to, You know what I mean? Like if mm -hmm. we're playing DB or if we're playing receiver, you know, you realize you got jammed the first time. You know, you didn't get the dude off you on a speed release. All right? So we got to fix it. Let's fix your stance a little bit more. Fix your stance a little bit more. Be a little bit more sudden. Relax your arms. It'll be like little things that I can just I can pick up just like that. You know? Yeah. I do that all the time. But uh, tell I was when I at the NM games, tell Courtney, you know, I'm like, Courtney, you know, I'm like, I'm like, man, the dudes are getting their hands on you. You start watching Courtney, I watch Courtney like second play, second, like just the second round he ran, he's manned up. I'm like, he got his hands clenched. Open your hands, Courtney, open, open your hands. You run like that. If you got to catch the ball, your hands got to be open. If you got to fight a defender off, keep your hands open, just mm -hmm. like that. So he, he'd go from his Robert Hughes stance, oop, hands open, watch the dude's hands. But it's hard to watch the guy's hands when your hands are here. They're diff big difference. There, get, got him jammed up. Mm -hmm. Here, got him washing the guy's hands off. It's crazy, you know, because that way he can wash the guy's hands. And then if the dude, if the dude strikes, he can just whoop, pull. Even if the guy strikes, Courtney can grab the hand, turn it, and just pull back, pull him behind him. Or if the guy just got, you want to keep washing the hands. You want to keep your hands closed. But plus, you run like that too. So little small movements, I try to make sure we're not wasting and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, but uh, I see like that type of stuff, man. I uh, I see. You know, it makes a big difference. Yeah, all the little minute <laughs> details and everything. Yeah, new small detail things better than you know everybody else. That's that's what a lot of the great guys I see out there. That's what they do. It, you know? it separates the regular guys to the great guys. Yeah, you got guys who just you said they're freak athletes. You know, okay, but you got the strong, quick, or fast. But that stuff is not that. It, think about Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa is good, but Max Crosby. That detailed one, and Max Crosby had more sacks than Nick Bosa did. Mm -hmm. Max Crosby was a fourth round draft pick. Nick Bosa was a first round draft pick. You know, um, both of them very, very good. It's just like, man, Max. Max is long. He's the biggest stuff like that, man. But he is got his his attention to detail is unbelievable, and that's what separate him. You know, one of the top, he's been a really successful yeah. edge rusher coming mm -hmm. from a small school too. Who was the first NFL player that you kind of worked with now to kind of get, get you started in, in that area? Uh, DeVere Posey was the first one that reached out to me. Uh, the first year he got drafted, second round at Ohio State. And then once uh, you know, we start working at the Texas thing and then start doing some stuff with Case Keenan, some footwork with Case Keenan. And then then I started getting A.J. Bouye from the Texans. And, and I got started getting uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Um, and then – once I got a hop, then I started getting Emmanuel Sanders, I started getting Le'Veon Bell, and then it just rolling, man. You know, we're talking about this is from 2000. Whenever DeVere Posey got, uh, came into the league. Well, when was that? 14? I can't remember. 13 or 14, I want to say. 14, yeah. And then once, yeah, then after that, man, it was just, it was, you know, uphill from there, man. Yeah. Started working with everybody, getting better and better and better. Start working with everybody, Melvin Gordon mm -hmm. and stuff, and um, you know, start working with a lot of guys, man, who want to work. I, I saw uh, this clip today of uh, one of Odell's games back in New York, and he was they were kind of in the red zone. He runs, he's gonna, he acts like he's doing a curl route, stops on a dime, 
and then just like cuts back over his right shoulder just into a little fade route into the end zone. I, that's one of the smoothest routes Dude. I've I've seen by anybody. I mean, Dude. he had the DB stopped. Yeah. Odell understands blind spots. He understands leverage. You know, he he, he knows how to use his eyes. I mean, that dude is a, I'm telling you, man, that dude is a technician. He is an attention to detailed person, man. Uh, he's, he honestly is one of the hardest working guys, most humble guys, most very misunderstood by people in this world. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a passionate guy, man. Um, uh, and there's things that, there are things, and people know that. That's why he's still, be, he's still talked about like he is. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? I think, think guys, there are things that guys can't do that he can, he, that he can do. Remember, man, he does. Special. I mean, you watch him warm up. He's going across over the the ball. He's I mean, he's ball. he's like over it. Going. And, and, anyway. about he's not dropping. The crazy thing about it is like, yo, know, he's doing this. There's tons of That's people in the stands. You know what I'm saying? And the ball does not hit that ground. It's just man. I'm telling you, man. But every after every workout, man, me and Odell right to the jug machine. He gets like 500 footballs. You know, dude works. He works. You know, you they all work. Making work. any kind of comeback this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he is. He is. He has some unfortunate yeah. injuries, you know, but he he will. He, he won't go down was like it, this. Was it, was it ACL or Achilles? It was ACL. It was the same one. Okay. And, mm-hmm. and you know what? But the thing about the, like, what's the suck about NFL, man, it's like, everything got to be new. You know what I mean? Like, you got to, you know, yeah. new. Yeah, I'm like, you know, so that new turf shit, man, cause he was out there working out barefooted or um feeling the turf barefooted, but it's just so sticky. You know what I mean? Like, you could tell there, yeah, a lot of guys have this issue a lot. I- I, I thought I saw one thing where it was either one of the big CJ Ozuma was on a podcast and, and he was talking about how uh, they, they, they were talking about a specific spot on the field that they shouldn't go towards because it was so rough and sticky. Then they, and they were like, that's, that's where Odell got his done. Uh-huh. Like that's where he got hurt. Yep. And then once that ball and it, cause I'm like, man, it was, it wasn't, uh, he wasn't even planning. He was running straight, you know? Mm-hmm. And, he had the ball in his hands. I knew when the ball just opened his hands, and the ball just—I knew that was. I immediately knew when what it was, man. Mm-hmm. And I could see it to his visor. I knew exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, he was killing it too. He had just split. He just hit a uh, release, a split release on that fade for a touchdown. He had a long run. He had a long run, like 40, 40 yards, I think. Yeah, he had a lot of. Yeah, he had like seventy some yards, man, before he got hurt. His and it's in a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's about to go dumb that game. He said, "I'm about to go 200 oh, yards." Yeah. Oh yeah, he's about to go dumb. You think Jarvis will have a really good season in New Orleans this year? Yeah, he's from there too. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised Odell and going there. Well, that'd be from there man, too. That that almost be like an LSU team. I mean, Jarvis Odell, you got uh, the Honey Badger over there. Yeah, I see. I'm, I'm I'm telling you, like I have a feeling it is. I just have a feeling because all three of them dudes are real tight and. I knew Odell was going to the Rams mm-hmm. before he even got to the Rams because he even said when we're training the year prior, you know, like, hey, who's on the Browns? Like, I want to go to the Rams. I'm just, I live in LA, you know, and just, but Brandon Cusick got signed at that time. Mm-hmm. Didn't let him go, you know, so I knew he was going to go to the Rams. He's going he gonna to get picked up. That's, that's not an issue. So he, oh, he yeah. should be running in It's August just a stuff. matter of time. Yeah, he's going to, but, you know, and the thing is about him, he's going to, like you get to pick where you want to go. You get, you know, those guys are getting to pick. Mm-hmm. They can pick where they want to go. Mm-hmm. So it ain't about the money. I do everything I do does for the terms of gold. You know, so oh, they don't need football. There's one. There's one person who don't need football is him, and he's into so much stuff too. Though, like, I mean, like I mean, everybody. He's 
people thought when he had that Richard Milley watch, he was just wearing a Richard Richard Milley watch. You know, I'm thinking, dude, that's a $275,000 watch. I'm like, y'all think, and uh, during training, I'm like, Odell's like, I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it during the season, but I'm going to wear it. But Richard Milley, I'm sure Odell didn't pay. I know he didn't pay for that. Oh. I mean, Richard Milley, Richard Milley knew what we were doing. I'm sure once, once that shit, yeah. oh, shit blew up, and they, everybody go out. And then it's like, oh, Odell's wearing that? Man, I got to go look at that. Trendsetter, man. It's very trendsetter. You think about everybody wearing, look, think about all the kids who were wearing his hairstyle, the Mohawk, oh. blonde. I mean, that was... I mean, since he had that catch against the Giants, even even up to now, I mean, you walk anywhere, and uh-huh. there, there's there's a kid with that kind of mohawk anywhere. And his singers, his wide receiver stands. Everybody does his wide receiver stands. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone across, everyone got their hands crossed. You know, that's, he he started that. You know, this is a trendsetter. You know, he's so when you're when you're training like these elite high school seniors and some of these college guys, how do you kind of deal with some of that negativity? Like you get from like. The message board warrior is like, oh, he's definitely pushing this kid to this school, or like, or do you even see much of that, really? Um, I don't. I, I used to see it, man, but now I, I kind of don't. Um, at the beginning, like Texas was, God, they ran him. I just, I'm like, I got tired of both of them, man. Wow, bro. I'm like, so 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 at A and M, so 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 that Texas with me, you know, or you know, I'll take my guys to the schools, whatnot. But there wasn't any. I wasn't pushing one towards the other. But the message board people, they just talk. Like, yeah. Texas will talk so much shit. And, oh, they, man, they talk. The, the crazy thing about it is the same motherfuckers that be talking all this shit. It's like, okay, damn, there's this guy we want. Oh, he's up here at UT Rashad. Now they love me, you know? So, yeah. but Eric Nyland and, and, and Brand, Ryan Branger and, and, and like, Billy, man, they all have had my back. And all. they all, like, man, those the orange yeah. blood guys, man, they all done. Yeah, they, they know. They, they, they know, man. I've been working. I mean, you got guys all over the country. I mean, you send guys A and M. You send guys to Texas, State. LSU, Alabama. You probably got a guy at Clemson or two. I mean, uh, I, they've been offering my guy, but I haven't had any mm-hmm. guy up there yet. Um, you know, it's just when it comes to this, it's like these kids don't know, man. Like it's like, all right, yeah. Do you want to leave Texas? One, if you don't want to leave Texas, you need to cut some of these schools that cut these schools that are out of Texas out. You know, should be entertaining them. Uh, two, you know, relationship you have with the position coach, you know, what's the depth look like, you know, um, like something going to major in up here that, you know, like it's that type of stuff, you know, I try to help them out. They don't even know, mm-hmm. you know, so. What would be like your top five games that you've been to just in general college games you've been to? And I'm LSU. Courtney scored, um, the like uh, overtime tie, game time. You want to talk about chills? No time on the clock. Courtney runs a corner out. Grant Delpit. I trained Grant too. Courtney ran a corner. Once, once Grant bit on that corner, Courtney stuck it to a post. Kill him off through the ball of his fucking life. Boom, right there. That right there. As much as they praised Kendrick, I'm like, Courtney was the one. That, that was Courtney scored two touchdowns. Kendrick had an extra point in one touchdown, I believe. But Courtney was this. Without Courtney's touchdown, man. That was, that was game over. Yep. Yeah, that was game over. That one, that mm-hmm. game was great, man. In the Clemson game, or Clemson and A&M was at home. That Courtney to, on that, he scored to a this touchdown. Day, to this day, I will say that Courtney scored that touchdown. Hell yeah, that that was when I had the most utmost respect for Jimbo because that was Jimbo's first year, I believe. Yeah, yeah, oh, and, and he was ripping that ref. I had that's all. I'm like, I love Jimbo. Oh yeah, Jimbo, my dude, right there because he's going to war. I'm like, we're not supposed. This call not supposed to get turned. Not, not at home. No way. No way. You know. That game was mm-hmm. that was a good game. Um, 
Uh, Ohio State, Minnesota was good. That was like that was a good game. LSU, Florida, and, and Death Valley is a good game. Some of the top games I went to. Uh, oh, U of H when Ed Oliver was there. I was on the sideline. That's what Coach Herman was there before he got to Texas. UH versus Louisville. <laughs> Ed had like five sacks on Lamar Jackson that game. Wow. It was balling. And then um, Texas Tech, TCU. TCU, OU was on the sidelines in that game too. What player that you train do you think isn't getting – is kind of flying under the radar? Like when you work with him, you're like, this guy is just special, but he's not getting a whole lot of hype that you think he deserves. Who would be your one kind of under the radar player? Um, one of my kids who will be under is one of my tight ends. He's 6'4", 250, athletic, Logan Compton. He went to Baylor, Chifford out. The winning because of sports, you know, there you go Juco. Ended up being no more tight end in Juco. Now he got like three years of eligibility. He's at U of H. He would be the best tight end in college football. He can run, he can block, athletic, route running, hands, mm-hmm. yards up the yeah. So look for Logan Compton, U of H, man. I'm telling you, he cool. will be uh, him, Sterling Galvin at Jacksonville State. Another one of my wideouts, man, who this kid, you know, 5'11", 4'3", route runner, good hands, good. I mean, this just release techniques, coverage recognition, unreal. Like he's under. Well, other than that, um, majority of my boys, man, it, you know, they're young. You know, it's kind of hard to tell. Uh, they're gonna be good. You know, it's just sometimes need a little bit of time. Right. Um, but yeah. but that's about it, man. Um, usually, my guys are they don't be under the radar that long. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be playing, bro. You know what I mean? Like. That's why I don't even be looking at a red shirt, man. Like, I don't, I don't train a quarterback. So, when my guys go to college, I don't think in a red shirt, man. We're not a red shirt, nothing, bro. Because often we're going over everything that we bought to, you know, man, like, it ain't about getting in a playbook because I'm going to, we're going to, I'm going to teach these guys. Man, my guys be doing so much shit already, man. It's like, receiver coach can't really tip, man. Give us the play. You know what I mean? Give us a playbook. We're going to tell you. Or running back coach, we're going to know what to do. You know, corners coaches, you know, we're going to know what the scheme is and stuff like that, you know, but. It's, it's the movement part, man. You know, do, you, do they got the ability to move? At, uh, 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 boundary man, man to man corner. You know, um, gets the top wide out. Man. Can they do that? You mm-hmm. know, um, it's just that type of stuff. You know, yeah, um, yeah. So my guys usually come in pretty ready. Um, so Rashad, real quick before we let you go, you know, you, you talked about how you kind of got the the nickname the Footwork King, and about how your your blitz faci- training facility came up. So what's next? What's that next goal? that you've kind of set for yourself that you're striving for here? Well, a lot of people ask me, do you want to, would you expand like Dallas or expand Austin or expand like, but when people come train, they want to train with me. So I want to stay manageable. Mm-hmm. Like I'm doing everything within my football reasons. So like, I don't, I don't want to be a real estate. I don't want to do anything. Like everything I'm doing, I'm doing within what I'm doing, you know, um, as far as my YouTube channels getting up there, my, um, like I'm, um, and I and I'm just like make sure I'm, I'm getting easy, getting easier to get my boys to colleges and stuff like that, man. So that's the only thing I really have, you know what I mean? I'm, I do mm-hmm. well, I've been blessed, you know. Um, there's not any, there's, I don't want to sit here and try to exceed as far as like let me go try to do something that I ain't got, you know, that I'm not even passionate mm-hmm. about, or you know. So there's not really, you know, I've, I'm thinking like, okay, what else? What have I not done? I go to every Super Bowl. 
but mm-hmm. because the NFL, the NFL have done stuff for me, Sports Center. Like I've done every single thing. There's not like, you know, just you know. Um, I think probably like I'm probably gonna get more into mental health at, with these with some of my players because I got some that have gotten hurt before and mm-hmm. I get into that dark spot. So I think if anything, that's gonna be one of my top goals is to kind of be more like uh, a person that those guys kind of go can go to in regards of you know. Um, it's crazy, man. I just get into a dark place, and whether it's an injury or, or what's going on at home or whatnot, or just what's going on at school. Um, so I think I want to be uh, that is something I want to push more. Just, yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's that's where I'm at with it. Um, other than that, man, I don't have any dream like make more money and all that. I guess mm-hmm. I got to receive it a place for U of H. Touchdown, man, Jack. <laughs> yeah, my boy just scored a touchdown. Man, Jack just scored. Oh man, my bad, y'all. Oh uh, no, you're good. We love. We, I mean, that's the genuine kind of reaction you want to have when when one of your guys scores or does anything good on the field. Hell yeah, man! So I got Man Jack. Yeah, yeah one handed, brought it back in. Two. Hell yeah, good job, Man Jack. Got him. Got a tight end up to Logan. Kyle. I got Cody Jackson just transferred from OU. There plays wide out. I got a running back at UTSA and a quarterback at UTSA. Tanner, I've been working with him for a long time. Man, it's just it's crazy. I never really cheer for a team because I always got somebody on both squads. But no, that's definitely making the final cut. Oh yeah, that, that's that's all the way in. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, man, that's man, it's just crazy, man. It's twenty. It was 14-21. UTSA's up, running two by two, stack <laughs> stack first. The receivers are kind of stacked. Actually, they're kind of you see. Man, Jack runs like a over, like a, maybe like a post. I think it's like like an over route, deep over route. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, just like a scene. He just mended it and caught it. Well, one hand tipped it. Yeah, yeah. And you know these boys are going like I've been with him since high school. It's crazy, man. Like, oh, man. <laughs> but it's you know I expect that type of stuff. You know, playmakers make big plays and stuff. You know, so oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So. Last, hey. last thing, who who do you have as uh, as your Super Bowl winner? We'll go ahead and we'll we'll write it down and we'll get back with you. That way we know who's who's done what. We'll give you the uh, insight. Uh, I personally have the Bills versus the Bucks, and I've got the Bills winning. And Seth has the Vikings versus the Bills, and the Bills winning. I got the Bills winning. You know, why I got the Bills winning because their defense is already stacked. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Now that you know, Ed's Ed always been there, you know, since he got drafted. So I'm really into like been watching them so closely. But like they got the weapons, Diggs, Josh Allen, yeah. man, like they the Bills are gonna ball far be, you know. Bucks are gonna be who, good though. Who you got going against? Um, I think but Bills are gonna win it. This is they got they need to. This is their year. Bills, you got Bills versus Bucks? Yeah, Bills versus Bucks, but I won't go against Tom. You know, I got the guys, these veteran quarterbacks for the plan. I mean, I know Josh Allen, this is his year, dude. He needs to get it for sure. So, right. MVP type of season. Hell yeah. For sure. Appreciate you taking uh, time out of your busy schedule to, you know, hop mm-hmm. on here with us, talk some football, talk some training. You know, it really means a lot yeah. to us, and we appreciate that. Oh, thank y'all, man. Anytime, yeah. bro. Y'all, hey, always feel free to reach Ooh. out, man. Rashad, we appreciate mm-hmm. having you on. Well, it was great. We'll see you guys next week. Another great episode. Bye, everyone.